0: Popheads, and welcome to issue 70 of the Tomcast Podcast, also known simply as Popcast. We are part of the 3BZ network of podcasts, and I am your host. My name is Tom. Joining me today is the always erect Roger Smith. (laughs) That's a joke from earlier in the show that we didn't record. Yeah, Uh, sadly. (laughs) He is X Omega Gold on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, So, yeah, jokes with no context are always the best. Yes, indeed. Yeah, X Omega Gold, Twitter and Instagram. That's you. Yep. How's that
1: going? Uh, You know, I still have the accounts. They haven't kicked me yet, so it's always a plus. They
0: didn't find out about your secret always erect lifestyle? No, Uh yeah, I try to keep that one off the social medias. Well, (laughs) just to clarify for our our family-going audience out there, this is in regards to Roger's posture. Yeah. He's a very straight-backed individual. Yep. And I respect it, (laughs) mostly because I'm just jealous of it. You can follow this show... After our posture talk is done on the social medias at Tomcast underscore popcast on Twitter, at the Tomcast underscore popcast on Instagram. You can email me at TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. You can join Pophead Nation over at patreon.com forward slash Tomcast where you can join awesome people like the Aspen Hill Jody, the Squidmaster General Brian Broussard, and the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. These are good people. They're very good people. And Jeff has his own podcast too, called the Ringing the Air, it's all about the music scene. I definitely recommend checking that one out. Oh, yeah. And finally, before we get into the show, if you haven't done so already, head on over to whatever platform you watch this or listen to this show on. I'm assuming it's Apple Podcasts. Hmm. Click that subscribe button. Give us five-star reviews. All those good things go a long way to helping the show out and getting, getting the word about the good, the good stuff that Roger and I have for the world.
1: Yes. Spread the good news.
0: We're trying to save the world one podcast at a time. It's all we can do. It's all we can do. It's all they let us do. <laughs> no. They're like, no, 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 you guys stay with the podcast. It's fine. Uh, Roger, some things have been happening. Oh, yeah. Some things are shaking. Many things. Yeah, we haven't had a chance to really do a lot of pop culture things Damn. recently. Not since last year. <laughs> it has been a little while since you and I convened. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'm going to start with, with what happened today, yeah. which was Star Wars The Clone Wars just debuted their trailer for the final season of the show. Oh, yes. That's going to be launching on February 21st. You can watch the trailer now. Uh, if you're kind of not sure if you want to watch it because you're like, ah, I, I didn't watch the first five-ish seasons of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're watching The Mandalorian, I highly recommend going into, into this series okay. as one of the big big uh, action pieces of this season will be The Siege of Mandalore, which when mm-hmm. the show was prematurely canceled mm-hmm. when Disney acquired Lucasfilm, uh, we left Mandalore in the, in the hands of Darth Maul. So that's a precarious place to leave things.
1: Oh, yeah. You don't want to leave it in his hands.
0: <laughs> no, he's not. He's not got anyone's best intentions in in, in, in his evil hands. Nope. In his robot legs. <laughs> but also, if you're a fan of The Mandalorian, as we as we kind of d- discussed a little bit before the show started, uh, you have access to all five seasons. Yeah. Get started. What yeah, are you waiting for?
1: Definitely what I'm going to do. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm revisiting it. I'm having a good time, kind of reconnecting with the source material. Sure, it's been, gosh, five or six years, I think. Since, yeah, I think so. Since the last season was out, Jeez. and even then, uh, you know, the show got canceled, and then they did like that sort of aborted sixth season where you only got like five or six episodes mm. that were kind of interesting to watch, but they, you know, you weren't getting like the whole picture because there sure. were so many things that they didn't get to address, <laughs> and that's what this season's all about addressing a lot of the stuff. That we didn't get to. Obviously, the Caesar of is a big part. Mm-hmm. The kind of how do they unthrone Darth Maul from his his role yeah. as this Mandalorian occupying force? Yep. Uh, we know we get to see Ahsoka because when we left Ahsoka, she had left the Jedi, but that's kind of all we knew. Yeah. So there, spoilers. Sorry, Roger. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> well, you were gonna get there anyways. Yeah. No, I kind of, I kind of
1: figured that. I happened. think
0: the trailer even says something about that. Right, right yeah. After that. Yeah, it's pretty obvious at that
1: point. I'm like, yeah. Well, I guess I know now. So...
0: So this is good stuff. Uh, I, I think since since The Mandalorian ended, mm-hmm. it's it's been a little odd on the Disney Plus channel because you're like, well, yeah. well, what am I going to watch now? I mean, there's lots of great content, but it's all stuff we've seen sure. before.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've just been going back and watching old Disney movies. Mary watched, Poppins
0: 84 times.
1: Yeah, I watched the old uh, Atlantis movie. That one's still a favorite of mine. Even though it wasn't really well-received, I mm-hmm. thought it was fun.
0: You know, I I think I mentioned it before. I was having a good time. I was rewatching uh, Spider Man and His Amazing Friends. Oh yeah, you the, told. Yeah, the the Spider Man cartoon that I grew up with that turned <laughs> me into a Spider Man fan, and that's nice. that's fun to watch because it's. Uh, you know, you remember those old cartoons you, you, you watched as a kid. And even as a kid, you started to notice when they would kind of, like, recycle the material in the scenes. <laughs> yep. You're like, wait, he just walked through that hallway. <laughs> this looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. He's always swinging into the same truck. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. But it's kind of a fun trip down the Nostalgia Lane. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I, that show set such a... Uh, it made such an impression on me as a kid that whenever mm-hmm. I read the comics and in and the Green Goblins in the comic, I hear yeah. the voice they use on that show, which is kind of like the high squeaky, like, I'm the Green Goblin. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of accurate. <laughs> that's actually just how I talk in real life. <laughs> Can you imagine if I just started talking like that for fun? Just Should we do the fun. entire podcast in that voice? Let us know on the, in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, if we, if we thought we lost listeners quickly nowadays, just wait till I start doing that voice. Oh boy. All uh, right, let's talk about something else that's coming to Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, today on the internet, getting getting leaked, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Uh,
0: pictures have surfaced of, of Wyatt Russell, son of Kurt, uh, as John Walker and in his US agent costume yeah. for the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, the suit looks pretty nice.
0: I'm excited. Yeah. I'm really excited. This is probably the, the 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 Marvel show that I'm looking the most forward to mm-hmm. of all the ones that have been announced so far. Yeah, mostly just because I love those characters and I, I, the the Captain America films are probably my three favorite of the cinematic of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like this, I I, I think we've talked about it before. How this seems to be sort of like the transition from the end of Endgame, mm-hmm. uh, to Falcon actually becoming Captain America. This is kind of like what happens before he actually. Accepts the shield kind of thing, you know. He's probably yeah. wrestling with the decisions and all these things. And me, in the meantime, the U.S. government's got their own plans.
1: Yeah, as they usually do.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really curious how this interpretation of John Walker's going to go. Are they going to go mm-hmm. the route where he kind of goes a little, little crazy mm-hmm. after he gets that that fake Super Soldier Serum in him? Yeah. How's this all going to shake out?
1: I mean, I feel like they have to. That's such an integral part of the character, you know, just becoming that dark version, you know. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, dark Cap. Dark Cap. But yeah, it'll, it'll be good to see. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see this one. Uh, this is like our first big thing, you know, I guess, not including uh, Spider-Man mm-hmm. post-Endgame, you know, so right. it'll be good to see where they're going from here.
0: Uh, before I ask you my next question about, about Marvel and Disney+, Plus, uh, yes. we, we have a beer with us today, my friend.
1: We do indeed. We <coughs> yeah, have. I want to take my a... first
0: sip while you tell the good folks. Yeah, this one
1: i got to clear my throat for. This is very nice. It's uh, called Boxer's Revenge. Ooh. This is one from Jester King. It's got a pretty... They're in the Texases. Yeah, Texan beer. It's nice. It's nice. It's got a... That's a, that's a lovely beer. Wow. Yeah, creepy-looking horse on the front with a boxing <laughs> glove. I would not mess with him. Uh... It's a sour barrel-aged strong ale, Mm -hmm. and it lives up to all of those adjectives. Um, This
0: is this is from a friend of ours, uh, uh, Joey in Texas. mm. Thank you so much for sending sending this to me, and uh, I'm I'm I'm, I am so great and wonderful that I'm sharing it with Roger. (laughs) Yes, I am very appreciative of
1: this. (laughs) This is amazing. It's a nine point seven, so it's it's got some kick. Uh, It's got a great nose. Great everything. It's really
0: the strong ale really soaked up all those those funky microbes. Yeah, and, and got rad. Yeah, it's and really good.
1: It's, it's it's surprisingly clean. You know, it's mm-hmm.
0: like we we thought there'd be dregs, and it's nope, nothing. No, no no barely anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. So, and, yeah,
0: uh, what I like about it too is yeah, uh, you know, you kind of commented how, oh, this is this, drinking. This is gonna force me to drink slow tonight, mm-hmm. and. Well, normally I agree with you. There's something yeah. about this beer where I'm kind of like, yeah, but I can take a bigger swig of this than I never <laughs> thought I could.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not a, you know, enamel stripping. Right, say, right, right, you know? <laughs> It's definitely a, No, but a good pucker still. Yeah, it's got a nice, nice balanced pucker, I'd mm-hmm. say. But I yeah. agree. Yeah, I definitely, it's like, I can only take a
0: bit at a time, but I want to keep going. <laughs> well, luckily we have our waters with us as well, so we can oh, yeah. We're keep the pallets that. fresh. Yes. <laughs> So while we're talking about Disney Plus, I did kind of want to get into something with you. Yeah. Um, I recently uploaded a new episode for our dear Patreons. Yes. And it's my commentary track for for Star Wars for Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. Which is which is my favorite of the new iteration of the Star Wars films. Yeah. I absolutely love Rogue One. It it does have a few hiccups here and there, but it's uh, to me a a insanely enjoyable film. I, Mm -hmm. I watch it a a ton. Yeah, I've seen that probably more than all the other new films combined. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched the shit out of that movie. I yeah, love it, love it so really much. Good, yeah. but um, you know, I'm doing those commentary tracks and I'm doing it by myself. So at mm-hmm. a certain point in the show, I basically just end up kind of like talking to myself and kind of <laughs> spitballing out loud. Sure. And and in the midst of one of my spitballings, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's during the, the, the climactic scene, sure. You know, the, the Darth Vader's pursuit. Oh yeah. On the on the on the Rebel Corvette mm-hmm. and trying to get those plans back. And I, just, I wonder, I'm like, why aren't we doing a Vader series on Disney Plus?
1: Hmm. That would be, that'd be pretty interesting. Kind of like the, the backstory that he's been having in the comics recently.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something like that would be really interesting. i
0: referenced several th- of the from things from the Marvel comic from the books that have been coming comics, out the last yeah. year or two. Yeah, and it, it, I don't know. It's just, it seems like it's so obvious to me that mm-hmm. why aren't we doing this?
1: Yeah, I feel like there's <clears throat> there's certain things in Star Wars where we're just like, okay, we should have the adventures of this person here, or you know, at this time. There, it just seems like there's obvious avenues that they're not going down, and I'm not sure why.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you.
1: But yeah, yeah, it just seems like, I don't know, I don't know how I would describe it, but it just seems like there's certain uh, certain characters or certain easy tropes that they're just not following through with, that they're just kind of leaving off to the side maybe just so they don't get, you know, kind of consume their their comics or their books or anything else that they're, they're planning media-wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to think there's a there's a bigger plan for Star Wars, but as we've seen, maybe not so much. Well, Mandalorian <laughs> Season
0: 2 is coming. That'll be out in the fall. We, sure. We know the Obi-Wan show's on the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is going to be awesome.
0: And, uh... The hell was the other. Oh, the the Cassian Andor show is coming as well with oh, Diego yeah. Luna. Uh,
1: I forgot about that one. That one should be pretty interesting. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, obviously, Lucasfilm and Disney are are embracing the streaming platform. Yeah. By putting all this great content out, and I, I love the idea of kind of telling these character stories in more of a long form mm-hmm. series as opposed to trying to condense everything into two hours, which is tough.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I just think that Vader is a character. I mean, obviously his popularity is through the roof. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always been through the roof. He is. A pop culture icon. Sure. I mean, he's kind of sort of Americana. I mean, he's like right up there with Batman and Superman as like yeah. one of the most easily identifiable characters ever. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I get that he's a. It's a bit of a tough sell. You can't necessarily have him as your point of view character. Sure. But this is a problem that they've worked on in, in the Marvel comic series for quite a while, mm-hmm. where there always is sort of that character that the audience sees Vader through. Yeah. That's and true. I, I and there's tons of great stories with that character. I mean, you have like a roughly 20-year period to play with. Yeah, sure. So I I would love to see them pursue this. So, uh, Roger, after the podcast, please call Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, I'll let her know. And uh, give her an update on the Lobot script. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then let her know that we're ready to proceed with our Darth Vader Disney Plus streaming series.
1: All right. I'll put her on speed dial. Be sure to get it after the show. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I also went on another rant which I, th- I think you've been privy to this rant before mm. but I'm sick and tired of, of celebrities getting the roles as like guest stormtroopers <laughs> these really ought to go to fans <laughs> I mean it would be nice to go to fans I, I don't
1: know I, I I'm kind of apathetic, really. I'm just like, oh, that's kind of cool, I guess. Okay, whatever. And then... What, like these guys it.
0: don't have enough good things going on in their lives like these Stormtroopers, <laughs> too? Come on! Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair. Have a contest for a fan or something. You don't have to do it all the time. Throw us a bone every now and then. Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe one on one, you know. Be nice. <laughs> I mean, there's a
0: lot of Stormtroopers. Let's I'm really it. just angling to get a role in a Star Wars film. This is all I'm doing. I'll
1: let Kathleen, no, <laughs> right
0: after the show, like I said. Anywho, we'll get off of my personal wish fulfillment lists. <laughs> Um, One of the things we didn't talk about Mm -hmm. yet, but we we made plans to talk about last Mm -hmm. week when we were deciding on our show schedule, Mm -hmm. we have to talk about the the Morbius trailer. Yes. Morbius, the movie, Uh is coming soon, film in the cinemas. This is spinning out of the Spider-Man universe. Yes. Uh, Morbius is, quote unquote, the living vampire, Mm -hmm. being played by Jared Leto, a.k.a. the not- well-loved Joker. <laughs> He's had a few better
1: roles than that, we'll yeah. say. What did, what did you think of this trailer? You know, I thought it looked interesting. Um, honestly, when they first announced Morbius, I didn't really know what to think. I didn't know what angle they were going to take. Because, I mean, Morbius is... I mean, to me, he's always been kind of more of a niche character. I remember, Definitely him, niche character, I agree. Yeah, I remember him from the 90s series. Yes. Kind of just being like, oh, he's there every now and then, but he doesn't really do too much. And that's about it. I mean, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He's like a vampire. He kind of looks cool with the whole 90s trench coat outfit. But I, I didn't know what they were going to do with it here. And then when they announced, oh, Jared Leto is going to be Morbius, I'm like, oh, hmm, interesting. <laughs> so, but the trailer looked cool. I thought it was, it looked interesting. Um,
0: it's well, and and we're different. we're getting something that's you know unlike Venom, which kind of tiptoed around mm-hmm. its place, yeah, in 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 the Spider-Man universe and mm-hmm. to an extent the the Marvel universe, uh, this movie fully <laughs> goes goes for the like, we're we're ensconced, we are in yeah. the MCU unless Michael Keaton's some other character.
1: I know, yeah,
0: I noticed that too. I'm just like,
1: oh, okay. Now we know for sure.
0: And there's there's the one shot of, of uh, Jared Leto walking down that alley and you see like the Spider-Man poster behind him that says Murderer on it. Yeah. So yeah. Which definitely plays off the end of Far From Home. Sure. So it seems to be that we are going to be in the in the, the main MCU with this picture, which is an interesting decision to say the least.
1: Yeah. One of the funny things is, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, or maybe just kind of a cheeky Easter egg, but uh, that Spider-Man was Raimi's Spider-Man.
0: I, I saw that. I yeah. wondered about that too. It, it was like... Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: just like, oh, that, that's that got to just be like an Easter egg. There, there can't be any, like, actual continuity thing going on, unless they go full Spider-Verse. and a-
0: Apparently that's know. a possibility that I've, I've heard has been, been sort of played with. Sure,
1: yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, we've been getting a lot of that lately.
0: Like Spider-Ham just shows up in the movie for no real good reason. <laughs> you just see a pig walk by. <laughs> pig eating a hot dog, no less.
1: Oh, man, <laughs> terrible, terrible. But, oh, uh, boy, that would be a sight. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what more to say about it. I mean, it just—you don't get a lot of information that you don't already know about Morbius as a character, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, we find out he's got some kind of disease. He's trying to mm-hmm. cure this disease, and apparently, because it's a comic book, apparently, uh, vampire bats are the key to this illness of, of his. Of course, yeah. <laughs> because why, not? why Why not? Yeah, as much scientific research has been dedicated to the study of vampire bats, I would I sure. imagine. In, in the real world.
1: Yeah, yeah of course.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what we're doing wrong. We're not looking at the vampire bad enough.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's all the guano, you know. <laughs>
0: oh, so much guano. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so he makes the serum to kind of cure himself. And, of course, he injects himself. And, of course, it goes horribly wrong. As it does. <laughs> as, as it's tends to do in these comic book films. Mm. I have to ask, I would be remiss if I did not... Uh, include one of my favorite things to kind of poke at the film is uh, yeah. hey what's up with them stealing that batman begin scene oh yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah that was almost blatant like yeah, cut for like, cut
1: i'm like okay that's what we're doing
0: i mean i don't know anyone who hasn't watched that i like what oh, christian bale in this <laughs> well we do have michael keaton we do have michael keaton <laughs> so we and have
1: batman and joker apparently <laughs>
0: I am I, gonna di- uh, let me diverge off of Marvels real quick here because we yeah. we did mention Christian Bale, but now there's rumors that Christian Bale's going to be coming to the MCU. Are you hearing these? Yeah, I heard that too.
1: How interesting is that? Man, they just love their comic book movies, I guess. Well, I
0: love me some Christian Bale, so why not? Yeah, I'm down for it. I'd love to see what he what he, he could bring to the to the Marvel cinematic universe. cinematic universe. Apparently, he's up for a role in the new Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard the, that. The, yeah, the was it God Gods and Thunder or Blood and Thunder? Love and Love and Thunder. Yeah. I got there eventually
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so yeah I'd be curious what what kind of role he can take on and how he just crush every scene he's in and kind of steal the movie
1: yeah yeah we'll see it'll be interesting to see what character they'd have him play You know,
0: I'm, I'm very curious hmm. they should just put him in mo-cap and let him be Beta Ray Bill
1: <laughs> oh man that'd be crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would lose my mind with that that'd be pretty impressive someone else picks up the hammer you're like no way <laughs> Oh, it'd be cool. Uh, but going back to the Morbius thing real quick, I was mm-hmm. going to say, uh, in case people aren't familiar with his original comic book introduction, mm-hmm. he was a scientist that Peter Parker tracked down to help him uh, kind of get a cure for his spider powers that mm-hmm. he didn't want anymore. Yeah. And I, if if I do remember correctly, what Morbius ended up giving him uh, as a side effect caused Peter Parker to grow six arms. So that yeah. was fun. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was a fun area. Not the best solution to his problem. <laughs> you made him more spider-like. <laughs> but it was kind of cool because they, they were like human arms so Spider-Man just punch you way more often it was kind of <laughs> interesting yeah it's always funny when like in, in
1: comics you have these like solutions that end up being like oh no it made it worse I'm like what did you forget to like carry a number or like <laughs> oh no it was negative instead of positive I made it worse you know, like no
0: I think you know in, especially in the, in the Marvel comics and I think this probably applies for the DC universe as well I, yeah. I think they just give like, doctorates out to anybody <laughs> apparently you just have to apply and pay the fee
1: yeah, yeah, just a, a bunch of non-ethical research going on so, everywhere. So much of it,
0: like, oh, there's man. no oversight no, <laughs> in any of these no. comic books. <laughs> they threw those guys out. Oh man, so boring. If there's oversight, <laughs> they don't want to deal with the paperwork. They are no. just like, no, no, we're just making serums today. We don't even care.
1: Yeah, we got these five to try. We're gonna see what happens. <laughs> Ridiculous. But one thing that would be cool is if the if they were, I, you know, since you know, it is technically he's like a vampire if they made some sort of blade reference. Well,
0: I was going to ask you about that. I, I I if this movie is fully MCU, why don't we get a cameo of the new Blade at the end of this picture? Yeah. Wouldn't that be kind of fun?
1: That would be really cool. I agree. Like that would I think that'd be the way to go. Like, you know, bring in this kind of side movie that maybe you wouldn't think as a typical MCU type movie and then kind of wrangle in another MCU character that, you know, is I wouldn't say lesser known, but that we haven't seen anything of in so long. you know. Yeah, definitely.
0: And, uh, I mean, Blade is, is, is kind of a known commodity. I mean, his mm-hmm. films still have a little little cachet, a little weight to them, because they oh, yeah. were so popular prior to the MCU coming around.
1: Yeah, those were so fun. They were fun. Yeah.
0: Wesley Snipes, you know, killing vampires, <laughs> not paying his taxes. <laughs> I mean, he was a real menace. <laughs> he, was, he was a real menace. You're right about that. What is, uh oh, I can't think of his name at the moment. Who is that lovely actor they have playing the new, pl- as the new Blade? Who did they end up getting?
1: Oh, it's... Um...
0: Mahershala Ali. Yes, thank you. Mahershala Ali is the new Blade. So, yeah, I'd love to see him make that, make that kind of like that Blade debut, just kind of coming out of the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember, um, it's one of the deleted scenes off of the Blade DVD when it first came out. Mm-hmm. There's a deleted scene, there's an alternate ending, and in this alternate ending, there's a character like on a rooftop looking down at Blade, and it's supposed to be Morbius. Ooh. That was originally gonna be like a Morbius cameo that was gonna lead into part two. Uh, but then obviously, part two went to Del Toro, and Del Toro's like, I don't have no time for Morbius. Yeah. I gotta get Ron Perlman into a vampire suit.
1: <laughs> Man, no, I, I don't think I even heard
0: of that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on the DVD, all, the alternate ending, I do believe.
1: okay Yeah, I'll probably look it up it's probably on YouTube but yeah that sounds really cool
0: and if uh, if there's gonna be any carryover from the Wesley Snipes Blade trilogy I hope Mm -hmm. it's this one piece of dialogue from the first Blade where he says always some motherfucker trying to ice skate uphill (laughs) it's a classic oh what a line it's almost as good as always bet on black (laughs) Wesley Snipes wordsmith yeah he's he's the best (laughs) so good uh, Roger, you are still the man that I know yes. with the DC Universe. Yeah. Service. I canceled mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I'm, I'm considering the same
1: until Titans comes out.
0: Yeah, I, I uh, it, my my subscription was up for renewal. hmm I was annoyed that they canceled the one show that I seemed to be enjoying, which was Swamp Thing.
1: Yeah, I, I still got to go back and watch that one.
0: I still have, I, I, I didn't make it as far into, into Titans as I would have liked. I, I kept getting frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I never got to Doom Patrol, which was my mistake, because I really do think I would have enjoyed that.
1: <clears throat> yeah, same here.
0: That's another one,
1: then. That...
0: But I, I had questions and concerns what the platform was going to be moving forward. Sure. You know, there's still those rumors that it may get folded into into the HBO Plus, or yeah. Max, or whatever the hell it's going to be. One of those things. Yeah, so I don't know. I just I guess it was just... I, I do want to pay for it and then find out like halfway through the year that it's going away or getting folded into something else. Yeah, that would be
1: kind of bad. I mean, I'm sure if it came to that and you didn't like what it became they would
0: give you the opportunity to get out but I saw that I movie know. getting out not that easy that well yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, i was i brought up the disney disney or disney i brought DCU. the DC universe app because or i keep saying app but it's a platform
1: yeah, it's kind of a confusing name. They should have given it its own name. DC Universe is not a good name
0: for it. No, well, because there's that that uh, MMO game that was DC yeah, Universe. Yeah. Every time I, I tried
1: looking stuff up to fix a problem for DC Universe, it kept giving me the MMO, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't want to fix a
0: VPN issue on the MMO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask, have you had a chance to check out this Harley Quinn animated series that's out?
1: No, I haven't. You know, to be honest, I barely even use the app anymore. Okay. I'm just like. I, I think it was just like to watch Titans and some of the animated stuff that came out. Uh, I think the the latest animated Wonder Woman movie either just came out or was going to come out on there. But um, that might be
0: the last thing that I'm really going to watch for a while. I don't you know. Know, it was funny, too. is uh, One of the last things I did on the app before I canceled the service was I was looking for a couple different of the... And I don't think recent story weird. I mean, they've been out for mm-hmm. a year or two, but I was looking for some of the animated stuff and I couldn't yeah. find the ones I was looking for, and that really yeah. annoyed me. It, you know, it is weird that they're
1: cycling their own content. Yeah. There. I'm like, why are you taking things off? Like, you are DC. Yeah, this should be like the one stop shopping right mm-hmm. here. Like yeah. You should have everything available. But there's stuff that there's on there temporarily and then they take it off. I'm like, well, where is it now?
0: Yeah. Like, so this is very strange. I, I mean, I had an easier time finding the stuff to rent through Amazon. Yeah, than I did through their own service, which again annoyed me.
1: Yeah, it's kind of you know counterintuitive, and it's a completely different approach for like you know Disney Plus, which has everything, and it appears that it's going to have everything forever. You know. Yeah,
0: I. It, and I know they're still adding stuff onto there uh, because it's you know obviously Disney's catalogs is, is so extensive. Sure, sure. That, that, you know you, I, last I heard you 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 can't watch The Devil and Max Devlin. <laughs> but you know we're getting there. We'll yeah. we'll get there. <laughs> this is true. Uh, you know, it'll take some time. They gotta, you know, kind of roll it all out there, get it converted in the right formats and all that stuff. Yeah, and sure. I know, obviously, there was that kerfuffle with Disney Plus with the Simpsons, mm. where they changed the aspect ratio and kind of ruined a bunch of the gags. Yeah, the show. That,
1: that was that was not great. So
0: they're having to go back and kind of undo what they did.
1: Oh, they are, they are fixing it.
0: <laughs> Supposedly they are they are fixing it. I haven't checked to see if they've gotten it corrected yet. Um, but I know I know the internet will take care of watching that for me.
1: This is true. So. They'll let you know. Yeah. They'll, they'll, <laughs> yeah,
0: they're on it, man. Just go to a Reddit forum, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're not going to talk about the Harley Quinn animated series because uh, neither one of us have watched it.
1: No, yeah, I don't
0: cross really. that off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Roger, have you watched The Witcher?
1: I've gotten about halfway through it.
0: Halfway, yeah. okay. I've watched the f- the first two episodes. Okay, and yeah. I do like it. Yes, there. It's a it's a intriguing premise. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's a far more complex show than I thought it was going to be. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's been my
0: thing with it too. I'm like, oh, I, I have to pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't just watch. Henry Cavill kill monsters while I'm like putzing around the house.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I've noticed. Uh, definitely feel like I should go back and watch it again because I was literally uh, after a few beers, falling asleep, and you know, just you know, it was late. It wasn't sure, that the show yeah. was boring, you know. Right, it right. was really entertaining. I mean, otherwise I would have been asleep. But <laughs> I was just there. I'm like, you know, I feel like I missed so much here. <laughs> I'm like, everybody's like memeing on the Witcher, you know, toss a coin song, and I'm just like. I barely even remember the song. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> apparently, it must have been like the second coming because everybody loved the song. And I'm like, it's actually it. funny you mention that because I think uh, it was just announced either today or yesterday or something like that early in the week. Uh, Netflix is going to put out like a Witcher soundtrack with that on there because <laughs> it's such a popular song. Ap- apparently,
1: yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, I I listened to it again. It's definitely catchy. Sure, but you know, I,
0: we we may have to put it onto the podcast at some point.
1: Yeah, it, it might be here.
0: I don't know if I can... I'll I'll work on that. If it is, it was there. (laughs) Coming soon. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. And all of a sudden, Netflix is the guy who sues us for all the things I've done. No. (laughs) Disney hasn't come after me yet for all the shit I've said about Star Wars, but Netflix comes after me for taking their Witcher song.
1: Yeah, well, if we do, like, analog recording, you know, we'll
0: we'll figure it out. (laughs) There's loopholes. (laughs) There are definitely loopholes. Uh, But I bring up The Witcher because... an anime film's coming. Oh, really? Which is, this is the year of The Witcher, man.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel bad for not having played it. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny about that is I actually own Witcher 3 really? Wild Hunt. Uh, I just have never started it up. Yeah. And I, I, de- I debated whether or not to start playing it um, <laughs> over my winter break. Uh-huh. Uh, but I got, I got pretty into Fallen Order. Okay, yeah. Which is a way fucking harder game than I think it should be.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's definitely got that Dark Souls Bloodborne vibe, dude. And to the it. fucking
0: respawn thing is so dumb. And the save points so dumb. Like, what year is this? You don't save like point. meditating? Save point. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's just how those games work.
0: Actually, I you know what? It's funny. I, I don't have it on my notes, but I, I, let, let's talk about Fallen Order for a little bit. Where? How sure. far are you? Where are you at right now?
1: Let's see. I am on. Uh, I think the third planet. Which planet... Because you you do get to choose where you go. Yeah, I'm going in, like, the the story order. So, like, whatever it defaults you to. Um, It's the planet with... uh, Where it's, like, kind of raining and gray and, like... Come across the stormtroopers, and there's those stupid things that pop up out of the ground that you don't see until the last second, and they just okay. attack you.
0: I've I've I finished that planet.
1: Okay, so you're you're further than me then.
0: A, a little bit, but uh, what I've noticed about the game is like you have to go back to these planets a couple different times. Yeah, which I, I know will make me insane at some point. <laughs> I do, unfortunately, I I am a fan of like linear storytelling. Sure. And then sending me back to places where I've already been is a little little <laughs> bothersome.
1: Yeah, they're, they're definitely going for that. Like, oh, you have this new power, and you can explore. This other so now yeah
0: yeah you have to go back and, and get all those secret objectives that you couldn't get the first time around because you weren't powerful enough. And here's a poncho. And here's a poncho. <laughs> a pink one. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I I don't know I feel like I'm supposed to be more excited about being able to customize my lightsaber but I really don't care I just want it to work. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah I mean look kind of one of the cool thing is is that um apparently all the lightsaber parts that you can get there you can make at the Disneyland lightsaber shop. I'm
0: not surprised by that at all. That yeah. makes a little certain amount of sense.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to customize my saber because I got one of those Disneyland sabers. And you it's sure did. Cool as hell. <laughs> it looks really nice. Yeah, super cool. But um, yeah, definitely definitely fun customization but i feel like it just doesn't go deep enough or it's not as engaging like i don't really care when i get a new poncho because they all look the same and <laughs> ponchos did. are lame yeah <laughs> i like literally go poncho less
0: yeah the, the customizing aspect of the game is not my favorite thing um, yeah. i do kind of like how you can choose your power set
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: uh, and the game is fun yeah,
1: yeah i don't i don't want
0: to sound like i'm shitting on it like there, there are little things i don't like about it like like i said i don't like having to find a save point no. that really bothers me <laughs> like i said that's such like a 2001 kind of move
1: yeah it it is definitely like a weird step backwards that these newer games have taken. It's kind of yeah. weird.
0: It is strange, and then, the, I mean, I get, I guess, I get the respawning to a certain extent, but I'm just like, oh, can I just keep going here, please? <laughs> but okay, but I digress. Still a fun game, and yeah. it, it's it's uh beautiful to look at. Yeah, I think it does a really good job of capturing the Star Wars uh, universe at large.
1: Yeah, the scenes are great. Yeah, and
0: I I love the little droid.
1: BD One. Oh yeah, yeah. he's, he's cool. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool little droid. So yeah, if you guys uh, are bored by our video game talk, well, it's over. Yeah, But we do recommend going to get the game for your Xbox or your PlayStation.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a fun game. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the characters, I don't know how you, how you felt about them. Um, they're fine.
0: Yeah, they're, they are fine. And, uh, and, you know, as they are wont to do, uh, Disney and Marvel are, are key to, to capitalize on these things. And they put out yeah. a prequel comic. Oh, really? <laughs> to Fallen Order. Okay. Yeah. I might have to check it out. <laughs> Nice little four-issue miniseries.
1: Yeah, as long as it's not focused on that little balding alien, then I'm okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I think, about, yeah, I think the one thing I would, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to harp on it. Like, I'd love to be able to design my own character to play in a Star yeah, Wars game. I think you know, that like would have been Jedi a much Academy, better Academy would have been nice instead of playing as Cal, whatever his name is,
1: <laughs> Mister Kestis.
0: Kestis, Cal, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I was like, oh, can I just be like? I, I would really love it if they did like the Mass Effect kind of thing with it, mm-hmm. and just yeah. let you let you be it like your It's y- like you
1: have a, a canonical look, but you can also be whoever you want. Right. So yeah, definitely Mass Effect. I think they had the way to go.
0: But then they ruined it. Yeah, well, that's a whole other podcast. Though. We don't talk about it. Yeah, we, <laughs> we can't. We can't <laughs> the, the frustration? The frustration is real. Yeah. Uh, also, mm. in development news, yes. Seth Rogen and David F. Sandberg are going come? to be helming an adaptation of the sci-fi comic Fear Agent for Amazon. Interesting. Is this a comic you're familiar with? No. It's kind of a... It was a fun book by Rick Remender, who did uh, the Deadly Class, which was a show on sci-fi for a season mm. or two. Uh, he's he's And he's worked at Marvel extensively. He did a big run with the Cap and the Avengers and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and this is kind of like his pulp sci-fi comic that he came out mm. with. I think it was mostly published through Image and Dark Horse.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Um,
0: and it like was a that. lot of fun. It was a kind of a crazy crazy pulpy sci-fi is the best way I can kind of describe it. <laughs> That's cool. Uh and the I'm going to loan you the comics so you can sure, check it out yeah, because Take a look. It's 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 kind of a trip that they're going to make this into a show. But obviously with the success that they have with the boys, Yeah. I think they're kind of looking for the more that unconventional kind of superhero comic book.
1: Which is which is definitely something we need more of. It definitely broke up what you know could easily become a stale genre of superhero mm-hmm. stuff. So just to see it going, you know, in a different direction, I think Seth Rogen is doing amazing stuff.
0: Yeah, he's really a uh, become like this this big advocate for yeah. for the unconventional comic books that are out there.
1: Yeah, and despite his you know uh, Super Bowl beer choice advertisement, I think he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do a Super Bowl beer commercial? I think he was uh, promoting Bud Light. Yeah. So you know. He, he's into his uh, rice as an ingredient. But, you know, whatever. to each their own. <laughs>
0: you know, it's funny. We used to make fun of that, but now there's plenty of craft brewers out there who are doing, like,
1: rice lager. Yeah, but <laughs> if, it's, if it's craft, it's okay. Because it's usually inspired <laughs> by something real, as opposed to just doing it because it's easier to mass
0: produce. I hear ya. I hear ya. Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely interested. I'm very interested in that. And, like I said, I'll lend you my comics. Because I actually have those on a bookshelf where I can find them easily. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'll get to check that out. Sweet. Oh, and also it's also, uh, I, sh- I should, mention, uh, the, the artist from the series is, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name, but he is the gentleman who helped co-create The Walking Dead with, uh, Robert Kirkman. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, his name escapes me at the moment, but <laughs> when you when you see the art, you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this is the guy who it's, did the first six issues of Walking Dead." Yeah,
1: it's pretty pretty iconic stuff. So yeah.
0: I want to say Tony Moore. I'm not sure if that's right though. I think it is. We'll go with that for now. Okay. I'll, I'll correct myself. I'll do a correction on the next episode <laughs> if, if I'm wrong. Sure. Uh, the final piece of news I wanted to get to before we dive into the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, uh, in lieu of doing a regular episode of the podcast, I did that Picard primer to get everybody yes. ready for the show. It's going to be uh, dropping at midnight on the West Coast, 3.01 a.m. East Coast time. But by the time you hear this podcast, it will be available. Yes. So you can watch Picard on CBS All Access. Uh, it was announced last week that uh, the show's already been renewed for Season 2.
1: Yeah, it was pretty quick.
0: And then uh, today, <laughs> while doing an appearance on The View to promote Season 1 launching,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Patrick Stewart, yeah. the great Sir Patrick Stewart, Professor X himself, yeah. extended an invitation to Guinan herself, to Whoopi Goldberg, to come back mm-hmm. and be Guinan. Once Very again. nice. And Guinan said yes.
1: Oh, that's cool. So <laughs> Guinan will
0: be returning to the Star Trek world for season two of Picard, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool.
1: That is that is really cool, actually.
0: Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool they did it on The View. Mm. And I love that Patrick Stewart put it on his Instagram, so I didn't have to look for The View on the <laughs> internet.
1: Thank you, I Sir appreciated Patrick. that, Sir Patrick. You are a <laughs> scholar
0: and a gentleman. Very much so. And I should mention, too, that uh, the, the beer we're drinking, uh, I am drinking out of my Chateau Picard oh, yes. wine glass, <laughs> which is now going to basically be repurposed as a sours glass. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think it works. You know, think same, it works lovely. Same vibes, I'd say. Yeah. So let's go to the Chateau with Picard and make some wine. Make it so, Mo. Engage. <laughs> oh boy, I, I'm waiting. I'm really excited for that show. We'll be talking about that pretty soon. Roger, do you have the CBS All Access? You want you want to check it out? <clears throat> I don't have it, but I remember you were saying something about it possibly being on Amazon
1: Prime. Oh, if that's outside for outside the country. Yes, yeah,
0: that's true. So, so I'm maybe going to see if it you, works cuz you do of the live border. outside of the country, don't yeah, you?
1: South of the border. Hey so we're going to see if it works there and I'll let you know if it does. Oh, I'm curious. If it if it does, I think um I could probably keep up with that one. All right. So cool, man. Make it so.
0: <laughs> make it so. Mr. Tricorder. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to the crux of the show. That that's the news. But we 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 had something to talk about. We didn't get to talk about it uh, prior to the Christmas break because you, you weren't there yet. You weren't yeah. ready to have this conversation. But now it's out there. All five parts of yes. CW's Crisis on Infinite Earths mm. have aired. <laughs> Roger's watched all of them.
1: Finally, yes. At least once. Yeah, at least once.
0: Yeah. I had to re-watch one episode because I didn't realize I fell asleep for a, a much bigger chunk of it than I thought I did.
1: <laughs> yeah, that happens.
0: <laughs> so I've watched at least one episode of it twice. Mm. And now we are prepared to have a... Uh, professional discussion about the show
1: yes a very nice discourse
0: what did you think what was your your overall impression of the of the series as a whole
1: overall let's see i liked it for mm-hmm. sure uh i thought it was pretty well done for you know the scope of it um it's pretty you know unprecedented that there's a five-way crossover essentially that sounds <laughs> um, sexy on on yeah on, on pretty much <laughs> any platform but, um, but yeah, no, I thought it was it was fun. I like the state that it left things in. Definitely, uh, definitely interesting to see everybody all together now. But um, I would say one of my biggest critiques of it was that long gap between the first three and the last two episodes because I felt like it really lost steam and I almost forgot, okay, wait, where were we? what are we doing here? Like, it almost felt like the last two episodes were their own thing, and the first three were their own thing. You know, so it was it was a little weird for me in that regard, and I kind of felt like the fourth episode was really the conclusion, and the fifth one was kind of like, and here's the epilogue. You know,
0: it it I, yeah I I I like I like the show for the most part as well. Yeah. I thought it was uh, a a pretty impressive thing that they pulled off. Yeah, I thought um, so. You know, a- adapting. Such a a massive comic book, you know, across five different CW shows. It was obviously a limited budget. Sure. You know, which did show in certain scenes. I mean, luckily, the anti-monitor wanted to have his fight in a gravel pit. Yeah, that worked out. that worked out handy. Yeah, Donald Time is a gravel pit. Who knew? (laughs) Yeah, convenient. Yeah. Um, I I thought certain episodes were a little sloppy. Mm. I didn't care for some of the choices that they made with the characters. yeah. I was really bummed because my favorite my favorite part of the series was I really I didn't and I didn't expect this, mm-hmm. but I really liked seeing Brandon Routh as Superman again.
1: Yeah, that was really cool.
0: He did a just a wonderful job mm-hmm. of, of being Superman and being Ray Palmer at the same time. Yeah, just really and cool. kind of being able to carry himself in a very different way. So you didn't yeah like, yeah they look the same, but like their statures are very different from each other. Sure. And but again, seeing him in that suit, they brought back the John Williams score. Uh, and then they unceremoniously re- kill him, basically, yeah. in the, in, at the end of the third episode, and replace him with Lex. Which was,
1: I mean, it just makes you hate Lex even more.
0: <laughs> I have such conflicted feelings about Lex Luthor mm. on on the CW as it is. Um, John Cryer's perfectly fine as Lex Luthor. I, th- I think he actually is a pretty darn good Lex Luthor.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I think I'm just
0: Lexed out, though. Yeah. Like, the Luthers as a villain just have, have worn me out. Over yeah, I can years. see
1: that. I've I've just never been a huge like advocate of like anything where it's like, oh, Lex Luthor's the main villain. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, I mean maybe <laughs>
0: maybe if they well, it they they yeah, they kinda of put him in his superpower suit in, in Supergirl, but they didn't do it in Crisis, which is when he really could have used it.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> so that bu- that bummed me out a little bit. Um, like like you said, I I thought the series kind of suffered from that big gap, that like month long yeah. reprieve. Uh, and I didn't really care for the first episode that picked it up. I, I felt like we spent too much time kind of jerking each other off. There was just nothing
1: happening. Like for No, the whole the thing where they had to go through the speed to 10, force to find everybody. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, why are we here?
0: And then I didn't think they did a real great job of kind of highlighting... What the hell was going on with Ollie kind of becoming the Spectre, mm-hmm. but like not becoming the Spectre? Because I mean, it's just, hey, it's Green Arrow in a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the Sith Lord vibes, like they said. But um, yeah, no, I definitely
1: agree with that. I'm just like, okay, they could have spent this time doing other stuff. Like, it just seems so inconsequential. Like, oh, like, I didn't even realize what was going on at first because it happened so quickly that it's like, they're in the speed force, and then oh, all of a sudden you see Anti-Monitor, like, literally just double fist punch at the screen. Right, right. And then everybody's like, where am I? What's going on? And then you're kind of, like, left disoriented, like, yeah, no, what is going on? I don't know what happened.
0: Well, and then the, the, it's, it's a little cheesy, too, when they when they uh, basically stare a new reality into existence. <laughs> they're like, concentrate really hard and look yeah. at nothing in particular. <laughs> So but again I feel like you know obviously you have budgetary constraints it's not like you can go do some CGI heavy kind of thing or whatever and sure you, you know you don't have the end game budget Yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah it was fine and I did like and like you said how the how the fifth part it was it was strange how it seemed to end in four mm-hmm. but it didn't really end because they had to fight the guy again in part 5 Yeah but it seemed like everything was fine hmm. But the, but it's not Yeah so it was
1: that was a little odd Yeah I was like I didn't really like how it's like, okay, you know, Ollie sacrificed himself to beat the Animonitor. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh yeah, by the way, he's not actually dead though. You gotta fight him again, but this time it's like super easy.
0: Like... Yeah, well, and there was always this, <laughs> I, I, I did get annoyed with the, uh, when they're in the new reality, in the new mm-hmm. Earth, which I did appreciate them bringing them all together, which is yeah. kind of the one thing I did figure they would do.
1: Yeah, yeah, which was a good call. Which
0: I think is a really good call. Yeah. That they're all kind of in the same place now. Uh, and I'm, I, I, I'm going to watch the first episodes of each of the series and kind of see if this new status quo is something I'm enjoying or not.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, might be worth checking out now.
0: I did not enjoy uh, Batwoman's first episode post crisis. So no, I I may be jumping ship on that.
1: Yeah,
0: well, uh... she's worn me out too. Oh boy. Yeah,
1: I to be honest, she was probably my least favorite character in the crossover. She didn't give her much to do. Yeah, she was just kind of like, okay, you're just kind of like. Let me punch everybody. And like, oh, no, but no, I, I believe in you. You're actually a good person and blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, all right, so like, are you this weird aggressive person or are you this like I got your
0: back kind of person? And I just didn't really feel any growth
1: from her character. It was kind of, oh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it, it was strange because obviously she has a connection with Kara, which is, mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. But they're still trying to play her as... it basically Batman is kind of like a, like a bad team player mm-hmm. uh, you know who kind of wants to go and do things his way Sure, but I, I, but that's been my problem with the Batwoman show is like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too and it's like you gotta yeah. define this character on her own sure. and stop making her be like Batman
1: yeah like the whole point is that she doesn't want to be Batman and you know live in his shadow kind of thing like she wants to be her own person and not get mistaken for him and yet all the character traits are like Batman, but a girl, you know. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. They
0: haven't quite figured out the right balance yet, and you sure. know, it's the first season of the show, and sometimes that's just how these, these things go. And maybe they'll get it right eventually. Yeah, at least I hope so. But i it may be too late for me. We'll see.
1: Yeah, like I didn't, uh, I didn't dislike her in the in the Elseworlds crossover. Yeah. I thought she was okay in that one. um I actually went back and watched that one before Crisis, okay. just to, to catch up on it. So I'm like, okay. I have all my my crossovers, which I'm glad I did because they actually make reference to that crossover. Yeah, they do in this one. So
0: I did. I do admit that my favorite part of the fifth fifth chapter, the fifth part, mm-hmm. which was a Legends episode. Yeah, it's probably the most <laughs> fun episode in the sense that like all the jokes and all the kind of self like, self referential humor.
1: I mean, they brought back Bebo <laughs> to the crossovers. To Bebo, yeah,
0: you got, you got Bebo coming back.
1: Yeah, that was great.
0: Uh, yeah, there, there were some funny parts in there. It was like, oh, is, oh is there, are, are we in a crossover? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's so like fourth wall breaking. But, yeah,
0: so I, I, I definitely enjoyed that part of the final chapter of the episode sure. because it was the most fun one, and I did think episode four struggled a little bit with mm-hmm. balancing its heroes kind of in the right way, and I thought the speed force stuff was reductive.
1: Yeah, yeah, they could have spent that time doing other stuff, or like you know, like you said, given a better explanation of the specter and his powers, and you know who he is, you know, because it doesn't even say like, okay, yeah, you're the specter, you're apparently. Super powerful, but, like, who are you? What do you do? Why are you here? Like, yeah. we don't know.
0: Yeah, it, it. a lot of the characters end up in interesting places, so I am kind of waiting to see how things kind of shake out. Like I said, I, I do want to watch these first episodes that are post-crisis mm-hmm. to see kind of what status quos are altered. Yeah. Because I do feel like that was uh, something... That should happen for some of these characters. It's yeah. like, show us that this event mattered in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the only character in, within the confines of the five-part series that they were able to do that with mm-hmm. was uh, Sarah Lance's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they call? Do they still call her White Canary? I don't even know uh, for sure.
1: Kind of. I mean, they call her Captain more than anything, anything right. now, but, yeah. You know.
0: But But it, it did sort of hit me, that like, oh, God, everybody that she knows from before... Mm-hmm. Is gone. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that—that's kind of okay. I, I, I can see how this event should affect that character going forward, but because she's yeah. on Legends, it probably— we will <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Because Legends loves to make fun of itself too much. Yeah, that's true.
1: But um, yeah, no, I'm—I'm kind of curious now. It's—it's it's made me want to like maybe go and watch things after this point to kind of see where where things are going to go from here on out. Yeah. And see if see if things are kind of going back towards the direction that, uh, you know, originally got us into it. You know? and,
0: and you know what? And it made me want to get back on board with Black Lightning because that's a yeah. show that I've been wanting to kind of get on board with again because I, I really liked the first season. Mm-hmm. But then I made the, the decision that, oh, I'll just stream season two when it's on Netflix and I'll, yeah. I'll do it that way. And but now movies. I kind of want to be like, oh, I should hurry up and do that so I can actually just watch it because I do like those characters from yeah. that show. No. And now that they are part of the world, you know, those connections are there.
1: Yeah, I, I really wish Jefferson had like a bigger role in it. I mean I, I do too. He he came in at some pretty vital times and, you know, his role was significant, but I just felt like he they didn't put him in as much as he should have been, you know. He he's got such a cool power, such cool potential for like stuff he could do, but he just kinda like appeared at the end. <laughs> you know, you're just like, Oh, okay, he's here too. Well,
0: speaking of the end, what did you think of the end? The with, with the sort of the they never say it but the, the, basically the formation of the justice league
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's it's interesting they, they got their their table with the with the shield and everything but, mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's definitely it's cool to see for sure it's it's kind of like a culmination of everything that we've been working up to but I, I don't know why it just didn't feel like super impactful to me like it was kind of like okay yeah it's here but uh I don't know maybe it just didn't have the build up I thought it would have or I maybe it's cuz I haven't been keeping up with the shows for so long but I don't know it's interesting. Yeah
0: and then it, it does it does you know they do the pan out shot and you see that they're in a the building it looks a hell of like the hollow justice. Mm, so yeah, we're kind I of doing that. like the, the thing.
1: And then the the stinger at the
0: end <laughs> With Gleek. With Gleek, of course, I'm yeah. I'm like,
1: dude, we haven't heard anything about the Wonder Twins. So, yeah, I was going to say, what,
0: what should do the Wonder Twins show up on first? Oh, man, it's got to be Legends, right? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it'd go Supergirl's route. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I don't know. I mean, that may yeah. be a year away. you know, the way They, they do this yeah. in the CW. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. I did... I guess I'm curious how they decided to play it out and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, they, they did announce that there's going to be a Lois and Clark mm-hmm. uh, new show coming from, for the CW.
1: Which, that will be cool.
0: And uh, it was also announced, and we saw a little glimpse in, in, in yeah. the different realities of the Green Lantern show that's coming to the HBO Max platform.
1: Which looked pretty cool, not going to lie. I, I do that think that mind. was
0: just lifted footage from the Green Lantern movie, though
1: it kind of did look like it, but Yeah, I was
0: hoping that it wasn't.
1: I was hoping that, like... <laughs> it's like
0: test footage from that series. Yeah,
1: yeah, that would have been nice, but, uh, it, no, it did look very similar, but, but maybe not. Maybe it was something new. I mean, it looked cool, like, all that stuff. It actually, I was gonna bring that point up, too, is that, like, so it seems like certain universes then got split into different multiverses, right? Because it seemed like, uh seemed like the Titans mm-hmm. are no longer in the same universe as Doom Patrol.
0: Yeah, it seemed like they're all split off from each other now. So like, I yeah. guess they're, you just live on Titans' world now.
1: Yeah, and Swamp Thing is his own thing. Yeah, which
0: that was a little bit of a knife to the heart because well, I was like, okay, cool, this show still exists. I just don't get to watch it. <laughs> well, but I mean,
1: I thought was was that them kind of saying that maybe it's coming back? You know, I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Again, that going back to what we talked about mm-hmm. uh, with with my reasons for cancellation. I just want some clarity.
1: Yeah. As to what went down there. Well, as
0: to what's going to go on going forward.
1: No, no. That, that's a little more pertinent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, let, let's kind of... You guys get your shit together. Get on the same page here. Yeah. And then maybe I'll come back to the service. <laughs> you know, I'm already kind of... So I, I already subscribed to HBO, so I'm kind of wrestling, like, do I step up and get the HBO Max or whatever the hell is going to be? Yeah. You know, do I do that? Do I go that far and, and kind of get these other entities that are all owned by, owned by the same company? Sure. So I don't I don't know it's a possibility I'm definitely intrigued by the Green Lantern show because mm-hmm. I do love the Green Lanterns in general um, though even though I suspect they will not follow my favorite Green Lanterns on this series
1: well I don't know I, don't know. I, mean, I can, they I can have, hope
0: yeah we know nothing yeah There's, nothing's been announced I just I'll be honest I'm just tired of of Hal Jordan <laughs> yeah I don't know I, I don't think they're gonna go with Hal I think give me give me different lanterns give me John Stewart give me I'll, oh, I'm probably the only guy who wants Guy Gardner, but give me Guy Gardner, give me Kyle Rayner, yeah. uh, and and the new ones too are really are Jessica really good characters. Cruz. Jessica Cruz and um, oh the 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 Arab American, I forget his name, but he's an interesting character as well.
1: Oh yeah, I'm I'm not even familiar with that one.
0: Yeah, he he came out of Rebirth.
1: Oh, okay, so he's relatively newer then.
0: Right? Yeah. Okay, okay. But kind of around the same time as Jessica Cruz, like they kind of sort of. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I really only know Jessica
1: <laughs> Cruz from. Brief, uh, brief encounters in the Justice League comic.
0: Okay. And uh,
1: and then the animated movie.
0: Simon Baez, Simon Simon ba- ba- Baez. Oh Baez? yeah. That's who the character is.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember him now. Okay. Yeah, because I remember. Yeah, it was them too. They were there in the in the Justice League one. I just for some reason I didn't remember him there, but I guess he he didn't have a huge role in the in the issues that I was reading. It was kind of more like Jessica was like trying to like figure out her powers. Sure. And, i can't remember if it was the uh i think it was the the dark side crossover where it was like she had the power ring or like he was trying to corrupt her or something from the uh other earth
0: but yeah, anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for Green Lantern talk, because uh-huh. <laughs> we could go deep on that nerdery. Yeah, that'd be cool. And we probably will, assuming that show gets off the ground and we, mm-hmm. we like the trailers. We may do have to do a Green Lantern special.
1: Oh yeah, yeah that'll be sweet.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, I think for the most part the, the crossover was successful. I do yeah. hope that the CW shows, I know they've all been airing this week. Um, the final episode of Arrow, I think, is tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's also a backdoor pilot for that Canary show they've been talking about. Sure, sure. Uh, so that ends. And like I said, I'm just kind of curious. Like, like show me that this event mattered, though. Show me some some status quo stuff. Yeah. Uh, and going forward with Legends, I think one of the reasons why I, at the very least, I'll continue watching Legends for the season is because uh, this is Brendan Rouse's final run yeah. as Ray Palmer. He's stepping down.
1: I thought I thought they were gonna kill him off. I kind of thought so too. When when they were like, "All right, Adam, you're coming with me." Like, I thought he was going to die trying to, like, you know, sack himself trying to shrink the anti-monitor or something. Well, you know what? I?
0: Obviously, the shrinking became a big deal, uh-huh. so you needed Ray Palmer. But early in the crossover, I kind of sort of harbored this, like I think it was more of just like a personal hope that, oh, yeah, they killed Ray Palmer, but then going forward in Legends, Brendan Routh is Superman. <laughs> How fucking cool would that be? That would be pretty cool. So Superman, like, with hanging with the legends, like, he's just hanging out with uh, with Constantine and and, uh, mm-hmm. and all those all those riff raff characters that are on uh, that show.
1: You know, that'd be really great. I mean,
0: Heatwave and everybody. So well, they never call Heatwave anymore, anyways. Yeah,
1: he's just Rory, you yeah, whatever. But no, that was or that was,
0: uh, his pen name, like, what, is like Rebecca, Rebecca, yeah. <laughs> Rebecca
1: <laughs> Steele or something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny just to see him in there doing a book signing. <laughs>
0: I was like, leave me the Legends it's to make this like really fun and enjoyable.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's such, a, such a cool little subplot that they have for him. <laughs> He's probably one of my favorite characters on, on
0: Legends. He's definitely become one of mine as well. The, yeah. the whole thing with him as a writer is just hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. But we're nerd out in CW shows, and I feel yeah. like you and I are the only two who watch them. So yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to get some feedback from our, our awesome listeners.
1: Yeah, for you sure. know, what
0: they thought of the crossover and, and, and what their favorite parts of the crossover were.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think there was a lot of cool things they did. Yeah. When, uh, I was I was pretty happy with it overall. I
0: I did like I didn't I think Black like Black Lightning got one of the best lines at the end of the of the show. He's like, well, how often do we have to get together to save the world? And he just look at him and was like, oh, it's like that. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> yeah that was a pretty good line. <laughs> I was like yeah welcome to comic books fool <laughs> yeah that's awesome
1: yeah no it's, it's gonna be cool to have him and he, he's gonna he has like such a different character than everyone else you know he's, yeah. he's really gonna add something
0: he, the, his something show's in. really strong I love yeah. I, I, I've mentioned to you before I love that first season mm-hmm. but I do think one of the strengths of that first season is that it's short it's like 13 episodes sure yeah um and one of my biggest arguments against the CW shows is that it's like twenty-two episodes. Yeah. of like they're just too long. Stretching
1: it out, and it's like, come
0: on, man, just get to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You end up with the with the villain of the week first half of the episode, then last half you're dealing with this overarching thing. You're yeah. Kind of like okay. Well.
0: Yeah, and then sometimes they do such a, a weird job of. of, of kind of laying things out that all of a sudden like the last two episodes of the season come up and you're like oh wait by the way we have to do all these things yeah
1: yeah it's just it's never it never feels well spaced out and that's usually just because they have to end the season at a certain point and then they're given okay now after the season you have to hook these three episodes together then you got a crossover somewhere in between there i i, oh, I we,
0: we can do a whole episode on on my my frustrations with the flash <laughs> for this for this particular reason alone sure yeah. <laughs> but, but we won't yeah
1: yeah no one, one weird thing at
0: the end of it, was that we didn't see Iris or Felicity. I noticed that as well, though I do think Felicity has a send-off in tonight's Arrow. Yeah, which, which is
1: fair, but you would think that she would have been there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what... I mean, like I said, I haven't watched any of the lead-ups to it, so I don't know how... Things ended with them or whatever. Well, happened. Felicity
0: hasn't been on this entire season of Arrow. Yeah, yeah, so. that
1: that I was familiar with, but I, I don't know on what terms it ended last season or why she's not here anymore. What they gave as an explanation, but uh, I thought it was weird that Iris wasn't there because you know. Yeah. I, yeah. she's always yeah. just there,
0: you know. Uh, but a special shout out to uh, Mark Wolfen for his cameo. Yeah, that that's was pretty cool. The guy getting cool. autographs from from the Flash and Supergirl, <laughs> who he has like probably the best photo of Supergirl and the Flash where they do, they're doing the thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's so cheesy and amazing. Uh, yeah, it was great. It I should I should go on eBay way. and try to find that photo because I'd love to, <laughs> to actually buy it. There you
1: go. That'd be awesome.
0: Oh man, well I think that's all I got. Roger, you got anything else you want to bring up? Um, you can watch anything on the TVs in the movies?
1: Movies. I feel like, is there anything good coming out soon? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Sonic Oscar the season next month. Oh Sonic. well, that's not gonna be
0: Oscar worthy, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Jim Carrey, he's gonna give a pretty good robotic performance. Do you, do you have
0: any thoughts on the Oscars as far as that goes? And the...
1: uh, I'm I'm not a huge Oscar
0: dude. I no me neither. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to see people people win, but I feel like this year it's just gonna be kind of more of the same. And
0: yeah, a lot of um, lot of. Old white folk up for, <laughs> up for awards again. That year, of diversity, and that's long distant now. Um, the, I think the only film I've seen that's really up for anything is is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and everyone knows I love that picture. So, no. what about Whatever. Joker? I'm go- I plan on watching it soon, maybe because it is now available to rent. Oh, okay.
1: You haven't seen it yet. No, oh, I. Okay. I, I was under the impression you had that.
0: No, ones. no. You know, I still have the same the same kind of general concern about it. Like, I just don't know if I want to know the Joker like this. <laughs> I would like the Joker as this kind of, like, mysterious cypher character. Mm. And kind of, like, putting an origin to him is, like, something... They, they You know, whenever they do in the comics, I read it. I'm just like, meh. Sure. But I do plan on watching it, and um, it's interesting. Mostly because I've heard so many interesting things about it now yeah. that I'm very curious to see... If some of the stuff is as, is as is as egregious as it sounds, or if people are just kind of projecting a little bit, I'm I, I'm a little curious.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I it's probably projecting to be honest. Like I I thought the movie was great. Like
0: I know you're I, I, I know you're a fan. I was yeah.
1: I was a fan of it. I thought it was a great movie. Um, it, it's one of those movies that you know, like we had talked about before. You know, you're just kind of on the edge of the seat. It's like you're a little disturbed by it, but it's definitely you left it kind of satisfied with the experience. Right. So definitely definitely let me know when you do watch it, because one of the things that I will say is that it doesn't invalidate the possibility that you were saying of multiple storylines.
0: We'll have to talk, too, because I've heard of a supposed alternate ending that would have dramatically changed everything. Oh, really? So we'll have to have a conversation about that after yeah. I've watched it.
1: Yeah, watch it, and then uh, let me know. We'll talk about that. because. Yeah. We, we do like ourselves a multiple Joyce Joker.
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right, I think we're going to wrap it up then. What do you yeah, say, bud? I think so. Pretty good show today. Not too bad. Yeah, we, we got the rust off, you yeah. know. It, did, it only took 45 minutes to get the rust off, but we got there.
1: You know what? A little bit of beer goes a long way. That's
0: right. We'll get more Rust-Oleum for next week. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen, and maybe write us a 5 star review. Small podcasts like this can easily get overlooked and lost in the shuffle, and those reviews go a long way to getting the word out about our fun little show. Mm-hmm. You can follow this show at TomCast underscore podcast on Twitter, at the TomCast underscore PopCast on Instagram. You can follow Roger at X Omega Gold on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. You can email the podcast, TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. You can join PopheadNation at patreon.com forward slash TomcastPopcast. Thank you once again to our current Patreons, the Aspen Hill Chody, the Squidmaster General Brian Broussard, the Batman at Bay Park, Jeff Nail, the awesome co-host of the Rainier. And I think that's about it. So thank you guys all so much for listening. We'll be back next week, if not sooner. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, we say what we say. And we say ciao babes. Engage We're not gonna be fucking sunk this year We're the Stanley Cup champions